damn it we're live turp market los angeles man it's good to be back it's another motherfucking thursday you know thursdays we shot oh shit man i'm high as a motherfucker and tonight i just happened to put together so much of this good ass motherfucking sweet potato pie from that man mac me's a motherfucking lady the lingo genie damn it oh man smoking on some of this some of this good in this wood i'm gonna only make this exception for tonight because i have in the building tonight miss sarah tokes hey what's good everybody sarah tokes here with terp talk ca at terp market with damn it and the crew yeah okay. yes indeedy we do do smoking now on this backpack boys <laughs> yeah oh yeah that backpack boys fire it is it's um to me, I, I've had some of their flavors. This is a smoother one, like, and I like that mellow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I finish that wood, please hit that. <laughs> oh yeah, smooth, real smooth, real smooth, y'all. Um, as you can hear, the man, him, the man, the legend himself is in the building. <laughs> that is mean, motherfucking green. Damn it! With a special drop right there, I appreciate that, man. Miss Sarah, now you were you you were talking about taking a dab, and I wanted to introduce you, and finally on my podcast introduce you to this um, this new piece of work that I'm doing right now. This is the this is the Source Vapes Versa. I feel bad that I'm I'm saying it like that because I'm high as fuck. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I have been smoking, y'all. That's what we do here on Damn It, We're Live. But the Source Vapes Versa, specifically the custom Source Vapes Versa by my guy, uh, with my guy Dabfish. This is the collab right here. Yo, but what makes it custom, though? Oh, right there. She said, she said what makes it custom. Hold on. I had to flip it upside You're down. You're dumping the water out. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> it's a good thing. I'm dumping the fucking water out. Look. Look, damn it, we're high. Damn it, we're high. Hey, and fuck it, we're gonna do it live. As I said, we always do this shit live. I ain't editing none of this. I'm gonna leave it in there. This is the podcast where we have it last. Now, this is the logo for Dabfish right here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And this is the limited edition um, uh, Source Vapes Versa. Now, I've been using this for about two months. <laughs> Yeah, if y'all don't know right now, man, man, California is really going through it. And we trying to, we trying to stay off the map, y'all. And uh, some, yeah, so they got eyes everywhere at the turf market. Damn it, we trying to stay alive. Now, <laughs> the source base versus um, you, <laughs> you had. Everywhere. You, yeah. He you, needs to get on the show. <laughs> all the time. No, I've had him on the show. He's on he's been on um the 420 E Sesh. Mac uh Mean Green has been on the uh 420 E Sesh. Mac Mazzolini's been on the 420 E Sesh. You've been on the 420 E Sesh. Hey, I know I'm so stuck on that episode. I need to know oh. what happened at the Cecil. Yes. It's yes. been bothering me for weeks. I went on her Tumblr and it, I was like, why does she have all these scheduled posts? I can't find this weird post that like this killer or she made. Who the fuck knows? That was 
And then I started watching all the videos of her in the elevator and it looked like that somebody was there because you saw a fucking shadow. I, you see their feet. Thank you. Thank you. I even, saw, even my roommate said it. Even my roommate said like it. They said somebody, it looked like she was running from someone and they sped up the footage to make it look like she was panicking. Right. And I, I, I was scared for her because I'm looking like, yo, what are you doing? Thank you. Just, you. She, she didn't look like she was like, she didn't look like she was like, yo, I'm, I'm just high. She looked like she was scared as fuck. Thank you. That's why I'm like, yo, this is like, this is so much more than like, but my thing is, the thing that got me shook is how does she end up in that water thing with that shit closed? Right. And like, hold on to it because then she would have lost her hands when she closed it. Someone pushed her in. There's no way she would. She the the water was was high enough. I'm sorry, low enough to where I'm sorry, high enough to where she would have been floating. If she would have been floating, she wouldn't have been able to touch that top. Exactly, or, and that's why I was tripping. I want to go to the Cecil. I gotta hey, go check to the it Cecil. out. We got to go to the Cecil. You, you know what's the trip is? Is that they've shown like videos um, where people have like gone up the fire escape. You and stuff. showed it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did show that. I, I did. I forgot. <laughs> Y'all should check out that motherfucking episode. I did. I did the show. But yeah, she's. It's it's so fucking crazy how like they can say all of this evidence that is against her. Not, not, uh, that is, that is for foul play. Like something happened. Something did happen, but honestly, that's just LA. Well, that's we just, know that. I know that's why I'm like that's just like the cops in California. There's there's so much shit like this that happens. Like welcome to Cali, you know. And. Would you, you know, see, you weren't on the first episode when I was talking about this, where they actually had someone else um, staying there too. When I was talking about um, Jack Unterweger, Jack Unterweger took advantage of that place. That was the guy from overseas, right? Yeah. I watched that episode, even though I wasn't on it. That fool gave me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> and he, he he came out here and took advantage of I thought took advantage of you know um, them not giving a fuck about the area yeah of course but another thing at that time there was a bunch of copycat killers just because it's more of like a mental thing yeah he was one of them yeah he was a copycat killer just like everyone else so now when it, it, I mean, isn't it just crazy how like you show it he's, he's showing up to He's showing up to, uh... We all here together. He... And then, boom, damn. So, now... So, damn it. Yeah. People, I think, you know, you can hide in plain sight in there. You know, um... Uh, even, even the first dude that was known to be there, Richard Ramirez, the night stalker. Um... Such a spooky dude. Yeah, coming in damn near butt naked. And I don't understand how women were like, oh, he's so fine. Like, have you seen his pics? Yeah. Have you seen his fit? Yeah. Oh. You know he got married in there, right? What you mean he got married in there? He's he got, got married. No. To the death. No. Is it, he's dead, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank God. <laughs> See, uh, Jack Unterweger, you know, he, he he even went on the run in um, in the United States. So they didn't catch him at the Cecil or nothing like that. He started flying around. They caught him in Miami. The FBI caught him in Miami. What? And the reason why the FBI stepped in is only because he tried. He, he was going um, cross states. 
Okay, so they had to pass the buck. LAPD couldn't even get them. You know what I mean? They had to call the feds in. They made a deal for this dude to come down and have an interview, quote unquote, with 60 Minutes. Oh my and God. thinking that he's going get to a, get a chance to tell his side of the story and talk his way out of this shit, he goes and shows up. FBI. They, they Chris Hansen the dude. No, they didn't. <laughs> they did the Chris Hansen on the dude. What you mean? Yeah. Uh, have a seat right there, sir. <laughs> yeah, have a seat. He just got caught. Just yeah, caught? yeah. No cameras, just guns. <laughs> no cameras, just I guns. Just, I wish there was video. If only y'all could see my face. I'm like, what you mean? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Can you imagine getting caught up like that? And it's yeah. like, it's like, yo, we're coming through with the fire packs. We got packs at two yeah. G's. Yo, indoor wow. packs at two. And yeah. then boom, everyone's just there to fucking. <laughs> it's a raid. I feel like I knew this was too good to be true. <laughs> nah, yeah, man, yo, I, real talk, man. It's, it's, they do a lot of tactics, and but see, the people were, were thirsty. This dude was thirsty. I think it because he had been on TV before over in um, uh, for being a murderer. Yeah, for after when he got out. Um, when he okay, so didn't you say this was the man that was like writing something yes. in jail? Yeah, and he then, served ten years. He served ten years. Then he's and, like a literary like yes. fucking masterpiece or whatever. And shit. Like what? Writing poems and shit. What? But we also have a child molester as a president. So right, 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 <laughs> right. True, true. See, I hate to like bring up the parallels, but think about it like this. Even if you know the story of Tookie Williams, right? Stanley Tookie Williams was, um, unfortunately, he didn't get the chance, but he was killed at San Quentin uh, by death penalty for gang affiliations Not, and, and a murder that, that they were trying to tie him to, which he didn't really, you know, any, there's a lot to it. But this is what I was saying is, is that he wrote children's books. Yeah. And that no he got a he got a Nobel Peace Prize. No Turned his life around, denounced gangs and everything like that. Got a Nobel Peace Prize, and he was a murder on death row for a murder that he professed that he didn't do. Now, did he do it though? That, that, I don't believe that he did it. There's evidence to prove that he didn't. I think that they railroaded him in that. Yeah. And that's like one of those things. This is from the 80s type of courtroom thing. So, like, he had been on death row for quite some time. And while he was on death row, he denounced gang activity, uh, gang violence and stuff like that. He, he, he took, you know what I mean? And so, um, when he did that, um, he started writing books and everything like that. So, I could see the parallels between... Uh, Jack Unterweger, you know, getting out. But now, Stanley Tookie Williams didn't want to get out. He just wanted to get off a of death row. That's understandable because, like, you're literally waiting to die. But, like, that man got out and was, like, praised, even yeah. though he did, like, these nasty, just malicious, like, things to women and just people in general. Like, what? How? Yeah. That's so mind-boggling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Why, so why'd you get me started on these I, fucking serious? I man, yo man, it, this is my vibe. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's just it's it, me too, and and that's why I like like I went way up into this because I went down the rabbit hole a few times on this shit, and I, I just I keep seeing the system like being 
like folded, you know. Now they extradited Jack Unterweger back to Vienna, and that's where they got him at. And I think that um, once he got convicted, he hung himself in this prison cell. What? Yeah, that's what he did. He, he fought it. He fought his case. And as he's fighting his case and loses, he uh, goes into the cell and hangs himself. Yeah. Now, that nasty motherfucker. It, it, I think, now, this is what I'm saying is, is like, most people are saying, like, yo, is the place cursed? Is the hotel cursed? I just think that the area, no one gives a fuck about the area. So, no, no, no crime will be, e I mean, every crime would be easy to do. Because there's so much more going on that they would rather focus on instead yes. of like that one small thing at that hotel that no one's right. going to look into. Yes. But it makes you wonder what's good with all the other areas. Yes. Like what's good with the building across the street? Yes. What's good with the building on the corner? You know, like what's good with all that other shit? Why is that building now a parking lot? Oh, well now, <laughs> see, so now the Cecil is still up though, right? What you mean it's so up? Why haven't we gone? Why no. are we there? Yeah, it's, it, it, and they, they hold tours and stuff like that. What? We have to have a weed party at the Cecil. <laughs> Yo, can we host a weed party, party at the Cecil? Uh, man, yeah, yeah meet me at the Cecil. Cecil. Yeah. We're going to yeah. lose their fucking mind and jump out the roof. Oh, man. <laughs> and see, that was the thing. People, they we're were going to get like, Donkey Konged out the roof. <laughs> People would randomly go up there. There's drinking beers and shit. Like there's there's empty beer bottles. Like people been smoking and hanging out. No, but all like the serial killers and stuff. Like do they just like live there? They're just chilling, kicking back. Well, it, I haven't researched it, so I don't really want to put it out there. But like I've heard that it has been used like as a like temporary uh, housing for people that get out that have like uh, what's that shit called? Like mental disorders or something. Yeah, like those and. and yeah, people that get out of, um, you know, halfway houses. Oh, um, that's what it's used for now? Or? Yeah, it's like like an SRO, single room occupancy type of thing. And, but they're We're also... we a weed party there. Yeah, we can, Airbnb, <laughs> we can also Airbnb a lot of shit in there. That's what's so dope about it. Well, that's how Sarah, I mean, I'm sorry. That's how Lisa Lamb got there. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> am I next? Yeah, I didn't mean I didn't want to I'm imply next. that, We're but make the spooky movie at the Cecil is always the fucking white bitch that goes first. Always the white black. Hey, I already told first. you on my show, man. I run good. <laughs> I may pretend, so I, I suggest wearing good running shoes if we're uh, wherever. I mainly wear sandals or Cortez. Today well, I chose candles. Yeah, well, Cortez <laughs> it up, man. That's I think that's. That's definitely. I can run laps with those. I got you. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. So, because. Yeah, a couple bars by the, by the mean green. I want to see. I never. We live. We back here. Live. Yeah. You can get choked to death. It's stopped out. You won't be alive. Thank you, Jess. Damn it. Mean motherfucking green, damn it. Yo, yeah, damn it, hey, yo, so, just, I didn't want to, I, I forgot, man, we've been 15 minutes on this, yeah, that sweet potato pie is so fire, that shit got me nice and, nice and faded right now, shout out to Mac Mizzolini, the Lingo Genie, oh, shit, Dabsy 49AM, my motherfucking guy, kiddo, I see you, G, and motherfucking Dread Chapo in the corner, man, indeed, man, we all in the motherfucking building, man, Oh man, this backpack boys, man. Shout out to Five Points LA. This shit is going good, man. 
Oh shit. Oh yeah. Can we get a oh yeah from the man? Oh yeah. Now we have to we have to pipe that in. Yeah. One more time, man, for the man. Now we were talking about the source base person. Oh yeah. Now this is the uh, never dead enough. edition. I, I got this enough. one. We about to take a dab right now, live on the show. Surf's up then. Surf's motherfucking up. Pound's got that real. Yeah, what real deal. Um, now this is the tool that they gave me. It's got a little bit of other wax on it, but um, we're going so to. It's like sharp on one side and just like. I have no idea why they did that. Maybe I think for like diamonds. Yeah, like you. Maybe your, your diamond chucker, yes. you can actually dig in. That shit looks like a little baseball bat. Yeah, it does. Now, I like the spoon side of it. Um, I've always liked the like big dabs and shit like that, yeah. and so I hate those small little dabbers. And this was a pretty good one. On the Do you ever road, use the skillet tools? Um, skillet tools, um, they're, they're a dab tool company. They literally have dab tools that are like buckets, so you can just take your like giant dabs and just scoop them in. Wow. Yes. I have not I, I have not tried those out, but see I'm always down for this. I left my car in the car, so all my skillet tools and all my stuff is in the car. Well, you're in luck. I know. I you now you. you now have the best tool in the building. Because I know, I'm not excited. only can I can I fight for my dabs, not only can I fight for my dabs, I can take good dabs. Now I just want to give you the tour around the Source Vapes Versa. Now this one is brought to you again by Dabfish with the Dab Caddy on it. And I wanted to talk about my guy, man. Easy E, all the way in Vegas, has this company called the Dab Caddy. Uh, we call him the Dab Fish. And he makes these custom, you know, uh, custom rig holders. Because a lot of times you need accessories. With you. you said you would have read your carter. But would you, does your carter have any like pockets or anything like that on it? Not at all. I feel like something like this for the carta would be so great because the bottom gets sticky with all the wax and then I have to have dab pads everywhere. I have like four dab pads in my room. Yeah. <laughs> and, and see, this one, I, I got my Q-tips, I got my ISO, and I have my um, my tool. Oh, that's but, what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, man, it's not acid. I'm not going to throw this on somebody. I, I'm looking at you like, damn, you're freaking trippy. No. Yeah, see... Now, the, you, you want to be able to dip this in because this is like a real deal rig almost, you know. I got a ceramic bucket inside of there, which is really big. I'm not sure if it's bigger than the Carta. Yeah, that's a lot bigger than the Carta. That's why I'm like, what is this masterpiece? This, yes. like, puts my Carta to shame. I'm so sorry, Focus V, but this definitely puts you guys to shame. Now, I like this thing for a lot of reasons because on the Carta, it's not, it's electric, but it doesn't have like a display, an LCD display to tell you what the temps are. No. This what you mean there's a display? Yeah. And, and I can, if sh what? Yeah. And it I also tells up? me the battery life. Where do I sign yeah. up? The battery life Yo, right I here in the corner. Yo, I need this in my life. I, I'm, I'm really digging it because of the battery thing. Because How is the battery life on it, most importantly? Uh, most importantly, I can probably get about 10 dabs before I have to really charge it. That's it? Maybe more. Well, because high I'm temp high temp, temp. Oh, so okay. lower. This is a this is a that was a higher temp. If I go lower temp, like you know, into the two the, the fours, I'm at 420 right now. 
but um, I could probably squeeze out a little bit more. But the way it hits, you're gonna see it. You're you know say, well, okay, I can get that. I know. Now, I'm excited. The Never Dead Edition with the um, this is the induction plate charger. So you set it on those little plates, and you're able to charge it just like that. Oh, what? Yeah. That's dope. I I love that part. Now, of course, it has the um, the charging thing on the back, but this is connected to it. So, but let's get into it, Dad. Man, I really want to get you off on this dab, and then we're gonna jump into our next thing. I wanted to talk about, which is um, I'm high. So we'll which be right is back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The smoking. Oh, I was about to. Damn. Thank you. Damn. I smoked that whole blend of the sweet potato pie. That shit was killer. Right? <laughs> and I did. That, man, again, shout out to Mac Mizzolini, the motherfucking Lingo Genie. Y'all follow that dude. Check that man out, man. Um, shout out to Backpack Boys and Five Points LA. But let's load this shit up, man. Let's go. Now, what are you dabbing on here? I have no idea. Um, I just picked up some random diamonds. It's super turpy, though. You can see all the turpies right there. That is it. That is yeah. It. It's 710 tomorrow. Yes, indeed. So we got to prepare for that. It's 710 somewhere. I'm the fattest dab because I haven't tried this shit yet, and I don't yeah. know. Now, does, do it's, diamonds um, go good in your uh, carter? Um, they do and they don't. It really depends on the quality of the diamond. Uh-huh. It can, um, I'm trying to find a nice way to say this. I've had some super garbage diamonds that have just kind of like popped, if that makes sense, instead right. of just melting. Like, right. I just, it had it just like pop up on my little bowl thing, the little cap. Right. And then it just splattered everywhere, so I didn't really get a dab. Get or it. I've had some that melt nicely, but like, you don't want to get that boob diamond. Now, this, like, it has a, a uh, temp setting as well as a speed setting, so I can go from um, slow, medium, and fast. I'm I gonna want go fast. Of I want to see what a fast dab is Let's like. Let's look at it while it does it. Okay, so what? now I'm going to hold it as it does that, and then you can look inside. Look, it's going in, boom. Now you can see the yeah that melts really nice. You're right, and then you can carve it and start here. Yeah. Fat dab on the diamonds, COVID motherfucking diamonds, COVID motherfucking diamonds, forty dollars for the diamonds, two for thirty-five. Go on ahead, thirty-five each. Yeah. Wow, fat dab right there. I like that. Every time you see, when you're using, you know, dab rigs. It's so smooth. Right. And it's hidden, right? Like a, like a, like a rig, like a bong almost. This shit smacks. Yeah, and it's going to keep going until you're done. It'll, the light turns off on it, like, after a while. But you can keep getting hits out of it. That's why I say you can get a good 10 to 12 dabs on one charge easier. You see what I'm saying? Now... If I turn it off, like you double click it, it'll just turn off itself. My nails are too long. Boom. See, it just Oh my went god, off. I got high. Like instant, just like. It rushes. That's that's what I love about it. One okay. dab. Yes. Please. Finish your rig. There you and go. I'm like, that's rude. I can't just leave smoke <laughs> in there. Yeah. Yo. So, what do you think about a dab on that source vapes person? That was such a smooth hit. Um, 
It's the perfect way to low temp dab. I feel like it's a little bit more easier for people that want to get into low temp dabbing and don't really understand how to do it on their rig. Because you know people, they don't understand the whole temperatures of it. People don't have a turfometer. Um, yep. And this literally shows you everything that a turfometer would. And you can still get dabs out of it. Right. Fat dabs. Fat dabs. I'm yeah. shook. And then just like a, a real rig, I'll Q-tip it. You know what I'm saying? Just like that. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, clean him out. And that keeps with the lasting of it, you know, I think a little self-care. You'll do that for your rig at home and your Carter, right? I do. Some of my rigs are a little dirty, though. I am a dirty dabber. I'm just getting back on, like, being clean because I started um, dabbing a lot more. Got some. Oh, I, You know what it is? I think that this right here... Um, it's easy to clean. Yes. And, and a lot of bangers get um, chaz yep. or just like really burnt. Mm -hmm. And you know, sometimes it's not always your fault. Sometimes right. it's the wax maker that just makes really not the best product or just doesn't sit and then it just sticks to your fucking nail. And it does. And also, when I talk about Q-tip in my rig, I always have that on deck and a little bit of ISO. And this is why I love my guy Dabfish with the Dab Caddies. The Source Vapes Versa teamed up with my guy right here um, to make these custom caddies for the rig. And Girl Scout cookies and um, GMO. GMO. So, yeah, I've been dabbing off of this thing, man, this Source Vapes Versa, and I think just like you were talking about like Chaz and bangers and stuff, I think when I teamed up with my guy uh, Dabfish, I started getting a little bit cleaner around my rigs and it was because I had the Q-tips and the ISO ready to go. I do always have like my Q-tips and then I make like a little, um, I made like a little DIY um, ISO thing and then I put like a um, sponge and then I filled half, I didn't even say what I put it in. I got like a little weed jar and then I put like a sponge, I cut it, then I filled it with alcohol so I can just like dab the Q-tip or dab like my dab tool in and then just like clean it up. Well, but this is so much more handy than... Well, guess what? Since you're on my show, you're going home with one of the dab caddies. Oh the mini God. baby daddy caddy. Baby daddy caddy. That's what I like to call them. But it's the baby dab caddy. Now look under your chair. Oh, everyone, you get a caddy. You get a caddy. You all get dab caddy. And I didn't bring another ISO thing, but I'm going to give you this one right here. Full of ISO right there. Oh my gosh, and I don't even know where to put this. You're going to put that next to your rig so that when you're dabbing, when you're dabbing, you're going to have this ready to go. Huh? Oh, that's uh, isopropyl alcohol. 70% alcohol so you can like clean out your stuff. You know, after you take a dab, you do like, yeah. So, and then uh, one section is for a little turp pearls that you can put right oh, there. Uh, and a lot of, a little cap. Yeah, carb right cap. Damn. Yeah, he thinks of everything. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, custom dab caddies, custom dab caddies, custom colors. I got to get are, a custom turp queen yes, caddy. Of course, of course. And this is only the beginning. Are 3D printed? Yes. Can he make 3D printed pieces? Yes. He makes 3D printed everything. Everything? Uh, well, he's the dab caddy, man. Yeah, I mean, but, like, all, like, uh, weed-related and stuff. Oh, man, if I wasn't on airplane mode or recording right now, I would show you some of his stuff on his page right now. But 
this is the, the man this is the man right here my guy thank you so much yeah, you're welcome so now it, it does have you know um the Q-tips in there. You can put more Q-tips and stuff like that, but those are the ones I just threw in there just for example. I have my glob mops at home. I have some red ones. Load it up. And see, I think it promotes a little bit of, uh, what do we call it, uh, organization. It does. I just, honestly, I just got organized with my, like, smoking and dab station. I just got this new little table that's like a giant rolling tray. Then I have, like, all my rigs and everything all lined up, so this is going to go perfect. <laughs> that's what's up. Now, I'm sorry. We've been talking for 30 minutes, and I have you on this fucking show, damn it, for one reason and one reason alone. To talk about the 420 smoke in. I'm sorry, the national smoke in, the global smoke in almost, because we did that shit big, didn't you? We did. Um, shout out to the 420 ESH and their team, Omar and everyone in Scotland that was able to broadcast us for eight and a half hours nonstop, no problems. And they were eight hours ahead of us. But not only that, we were live in Washington, D.C where the smoke-in first took place 50 years ago in front of the White House. Um, unfortunately, Richard Eastman was unable to be there since he was immune deficient, but that's why we decided to make it something virtual and take it coast-to-coast to coast and bring it to Cali. You know, that's where the whole Compassion Cannabis started. That's what it's mainly based off of. It's all about freeing the weed and just, like, our rights to just smoke, you know? Oh, yeah. I saw that, man. I saw a lot of compassion out there. And you guys we were gave really away, oh my gosh, we gave away a half pound of weed. Wow. Yeah. We went to, um, what fucking park did we go to? Oh my gosh. Uh, we went to Pan Pacific Park first, and then um, there was actually a shelter there, and I didn't know that there was a shelter there, but we ended up just running into a bunch of just like kids, you know, like 20 to 30 years old that are just going through it. And we sat with them, got to talk, learn their stories and give them some weed, you know, like, and most of those people, I would want to say a good 95% of the people that we gave weed to were using it for medical reasons. That's what's up. We were actually able to help out some people with some like free weed and just like spread like positivity on a day that has been kind of like gloomy, you know, like the 4th of July is just not yeah. a vibe right now so we're just trying to bring that compassion back in like every aspect um, we partnered up with Paul Scott he is a part of Black Lives Matter so in Washington DC Black Lives Matter was there marching with some of us and then we had Paul Scott there speaking with us as well um, and he's endorsing the next year's smoking that's what's up man I saw a lot of a lot of great um, a lot, a lot of people coming through with love and compassion, and you know, it was, it was a lot of hurt that was on a lot of people's faces. And I'm glad that the cannabis community was able to help out with a lot of that. Oh yeah, of course. Honestly, we had such a random group of people there. We even had, <laughs> we even had, a, we even had a soul train dancer there, um, and just like it was. It was super random. So just having that vibe of Tara with Soul Train, I'm so sorry I blanked on her last name, but she's super badass. She was just doing her little Soul Train moves all day, smoking joints, and just like having a good time. And it's really nice to see that, um, especially kind of with the older generation, because like they're the ones that are most affected with like this whole COVID and not really being able to be around people and like 
Richard Eastman, he he would come to Turt Market. He would come to these events, you know? Like he I used was, to see him at the Hemp Museum. That, he was part owner of the Hemp Museum, you know? So oh, it's shit. like that getting all of that script from him and he's such a compassionate person like that he lives to go out and deal with this and go talk to people so being able to do that and make him happy be a part of history and just like kind of bringing the whole cannabis community together it wasn't even about the industry fuck the industry with all due respect do not cut that out fuck the cannabis industry it's all about the community yeah, I, I ain't never uh, been part of no industry. I mean, real shit, this, this has always been from the streets. Uh, damn it, we're live, it's always on the streets. I am not paid like that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Everything I'm doing, I'm doing it for real. So um, that's why people tune in. I think they fuck with that. But like, really, like, man, I've been here at these turf markets um, for going on three years. And I've seen, you know, real compassion with these vendors, a lot, a lot of community with these vendors. I haven't seen nothing Hollywood out here. I haven't seen a, yeah. no disrespect, but you know what I mean? Like as in corporate. No, out it's here. all good. Like I I I work in the industry, but I still work in the traditional market. I don't work for any brand solely. I just focus on content and education because everybody deserves to know what they're smoking on and half of these yes. brands are oh, ran yeah. by a fucking Chad. Yes. And they have no idea what they're doing. They're just blasting some old crude, making it CRC, and putting it on the shelves, and people don't know what they're smoking on. People deserve to know what they're smoking on. Definitely do. And I, I see a lot of people, like, we talking about that CRC shit, you know, it's good, it's bad. I don't give a fuck, man. If you got to go that hard to scrub some shit, this shit is whack. If you really have to, like, bleach out all of the, like, harshness and all of the extra shit, you probably shouldn't be extracting in the first place. There you go. And it's like, these old heads, like, Richard, he will not smoke wax. He calls it, he calls it hippie crack. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. And there, it's like you perverting the plant. How far are we going into this plant? Exactly. Now they're talking about mixing cannabis and mushrooms, which I feel would be dope. I feel would be dope because at the end of the day, do you really think that a dispensary is only going to be selling cannabis when they're making mushrooms legal in all of these uh, states and counties? Your mind is fucking blown right now. Hey, man, I don't know if I want to get that high all the time, though. No. no, it's all about microdosing because yeah. you do it all for your anxiety, yeah. depression, and then the mushrooms, they can work with the terpenes, and then those terpenes, it all becomes a full entourage effect. Damn, some gang. Like the entourage effect you already get from cannabis, imagine that with like a 0.3 dose of mushrooms to go boost your depression, boost your anxiety, and make you feel better. Is this the new, is this the new uh, CBD? I don't want to say it's the new CBD because CBD is in fucking everything. I've seen CBD like pillowcases, so I don't want to see no mushroom pillowcases. That's why but, I said, is um, this the new CBD? When it comes to like mental health and like PTSD and more like research like that, I feel like doing mushrooms and psychedelics, MDMA, that is the way to go. Yeah, and I, 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 I choose... I, I, a lot of people need to do some research on this shit, and I think that the the them letting out that psilocybin on the motherfucking caps and all of the motherfucking uh mushrooms and shit like that man do some research do that microdosing don't go don't go too head in you know what i'm saying you don't need I, a whole eighth you don't need a whole eighth you barely need like a stem literally just grind that shit up in your little mocha head tape. that's what i do put it in my little things and i've had i've had shrooms a couple of times and every time that i've had them um lately well okay let me let me rephrase that have you had the, mushroom tea 
Mushroom tea? Mushroom tea. No, I haven't had mushroom tea. That's what you gotta get I've, on. I've had some mushroom chocolates. That didn't get you? Oh, it fucked me up. <laughs> oh, it got me good. No. Hey, yo, I remember it too, man. I was I was streaming um on YouTube playing GTA. I was high as fuck. I don't even think I've been that high ever. Like, wow, it was the best high. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. My roommate just made some mushroom tea the other day. I literally just picked us up some mushrooms. And then like three hours later, they're like, yo, we need more shrooms. We made tea and we're tripping. And I'm like, what? what? And we're still trying to trip harder? Exactly. And I'm like, what you mean you need more shrooms? What? And I'm just there like, I'm like, y'all didn't even let me know. I could have ate mushrooms too. Like. Wow, <laughs> man. Hey. So, you know... Strong serve. Y'all come back here and get y'all strong serve, man. Rise a nice swing, baby, in the back. Man, rise... Hurry up before the bell. <laughs> we got some rising ice cream in the back, in the building. You know, I, I definitely got to get me some of that, man. I'll try that out, man. Um, I'm, I'm, lact I'm lactose intolerant, man. I'm going to have to take that L, man. What did you say? I said, <laughs> don't, yeah, no, don't worry. I'm tell, talking about some bullshit about that ice cream that I can't eat because I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, but, hell no. <laughs> I said, I'll take that L. Fuck it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but. Is it worth it, though? Uh, To get higher? Just eat some rosin. Might as well. Now, what do you, what do you, how, how are you feeling about the whole eating rosin, like rosin, uh, rosin edibles? I'll eat the fuck out of rosin. I would much rather have a rosin-based edible, a hash rosin-based edible, not no fucking like nasty pressed rosin, hash rosin-based edible instead of a distillate-based edible. But what's someone's going for? What flavors you got there, my man? Dabsy before 9 a.m. is in the building, man. Shout out. What up, what up, man? It's Dabs before 9 a.m. I'm over here with the hash rosin infused ice cream. Yeah. What now, flavors you got? Uh, this is Fruity Pebbles and the Cookies and Cream. Thousand milligrams each. With hash rosin. Thousand milligrams. Yeah. Uh, Y'all might not hear it from me until next week. Trap. Trap. Get it. Man, make sure you get down to Dabs before 9 a.m. Dot motherfucking com. To get the newest gear from Dabs before 9 a.m. And make sure you guys tune in. We have Motivated Mondays coming on the 420 E-Sesh with Dabs before 9 a.m. You're going to get 30 minutes of motivational exercises, stretches, and, you know, some commentary and some dabs before 9 a.m. So check out that on the West Coast, 845, something like that. We're going to do it 830. I don't know. You know. Tune in, man, to the 420 E-Sesh on YouTube and Twitch. Make sure you guys check that out. Um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, man, where were the fuck were we? We were talking about... The smoking. Yes, the smoking. We got so sidetracked with everything. It's all good. It's just a high conversation. Um, but yeah, we do plan on doing the smoking again next year. Richard already called me today wanting to do planning. He's like, we got to get the permits. We got to get everything ready because hopefully by the time next year, <laughs> hopefully by this time next year, we'll be able to have more in-person events. We're hoping to have at least 40,000 people there, get some vendors, just have a full-on like cannabis farmer's market. 
but then again, who knows? Because who's like this election and all this? Yeah, it, it, I mean, we don't know what's gonna happen. People might not be able to be we in might, the streets. We might all just have to go to DC and go flood DC with all yeah. of our Cali weed and do yeah. this like yeah. a coast to coast. Like, oh, we're coming here yeah. and we're gonna like come yeah. fuck shit up. Like the, the million, uh, the million joint mark. Yes, we all just take a giant weed bust across in the shape of like a giant blunt and a joint. What side do you choose? <laughs> yes, yeah. We, we, we all smoking it out. I want to see DC like blaze the fuck out. That would be such a vibe. I think weed is legal in DC, but only in DC, not in other spots of, um, I was going to say Washington, my high ass, but it's like Oh man, so we can smoke in the streets. You can't smoke in the streets, but you can smoke in the streets. Oh yeah, I'm sm man, I'm smoking in the streets. You can't come get, you got to come get me for this joint, man. Oh man, I'm going to be smoking like a motherfucking steamroller. I gotta be there, man. We talking about the 51st. Yeah, smoke that would in. be the 51st smoking. Um, but again, like Richard does want to just completely bring it to California um, because this is where him and Dennis Perone and others started the whole Prop 215 um, era. So it's time to pay like kind of homage to Dennis and bring him back home. Um, we're also talking about opening up a museum too because Richard has another hemp museum. No, not another hemp museum. Um, just a whole yeah. museum of the whole way of like cannabis legalization. Richard has memorabilia from like 50 years ago. Their first posters and like their petitions and everything that they would do just to get to where we are right now. Um, so we're debating between San Francisco or Los Angeles to have that museum. That'd be dope. I, I mean, I mean. We, I'm gonna smoke in the streets somewhere. Fuck what you heard. I'm gonna smoke in the streets somewhere. We're gonna smoke in the streets next year for yes. that second annual LA smoking. That shit's gonna be lit. Yeah, that'll be dope. That'll be dope. Yeah. So yeah, definitely check out that episode. Um, you know, there's some great content on there. Please, I know it's a long episode. It's a episode. little long. Yeah. We are working on getting just a highlight reel done and some clips. So stay tuned. Maybe like the middle of july i don't know when this is even going to be aired but hey yeah no no this is going up no no this is okay. going up so uh, yeah I, I just put publish uh, i i used to just try, try and cut it up but you know with my people i, I think we have that that rapport where i could just you know throw this out where there y'all know podcast on like podbean and stuff oh man my this is on anchor is but it is <laughs> damn it hell no uh no time. You uh, threw me off. No, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple iTunes. You can catch uh, Damn It, We're Live on um, iHeart Music. We're everywhere that you listen to podcasts at. That's where you can catch, catch Damn It, We're Live. I got to put you on a podcast, too. It's the dopest thing to do. I know. I, I have my show on Hayes Radio and Compassion Co. Radio. I have to have you guys come on. Because we can, we can have Omar come in on uh, Zoom. Yes, we can. We can Zoom him right on in. I would love to do that. Joe, we got to get this to going, man. Now, um, I'm high as fuck. We're going to end this here in a minute. Um, make sure you guys are tuning in. Follow Miss Sarah Tokes on Instagram. And where else can they find you at, too? Because I'm high. I want to make sure I fuck anything up. Honestly, you can mainly just find me on IG, um, Terp Queen, at Terp Queen, with a little underscore thing at the end. And then make sure to follow Terp Talk CA. 
we're on WeTube, we're on YouTube, we have all of our podcasts, more cannabis content, and just some bomb yeah, shit. And I also have a show coming out on the 420 East Sesh every Fridays, Cooking with Terps, so make sure to tune in. Yeah! Ready. Yeah, Terp, 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 Terp. We, we've been uh, Terp surfing out here. Brought to you by motherfucking Mean Green at the Terp Market, Los Angeles. Uh, man, this motherfucking Backpack Boys, uh, Sweet Potato Pie. Shout out to Mac Mizzolini, the lingo motherfucking genie, putting this together for me to smoke and get on this show. And shout out to the man, uh, Dabfish, motherfucking <laughs> uh, Dabcaddy.com. The Dabcaddy.com, you guys can get you a Source Vapes Versa. You guys can find him on Instagram at Dabfish um, or at the Dabcaddy. <laughs> we slowing it up right now because it's on the way out, man. We're going to say goodbye, damn it. Thank you again, Miss Sarah Toast. Thanks for having me, and we'll talk together soon. That's what's up. Turn out. Damn it, I'm out. <laughs>